We're about to get underway here in our Division 2 game at Miles Reserve. The umpire holding the football aloft. Gillespie Jones going in the ruck for Seaford. And by the look of it, Boyd for North Geelong. We're underway. Gillespie Jones wins it. Seaford with first possession. Henshaw had it. Delivered towards the centre half forward position. 2-1 situation here for the Tigers. Trying to get away there was Ebb. Got the little hurried hand pass. It was okay, said the umpire. But picking it up is Woollett for North Geelong. She's on the back pocket. She's at the southern end of the ground. Gave her the hand pass to Irvine who's claimed and the umpire says G-O-N-E gone no the crowd appealed for it the umpire says I'll have the ball back we'll have a throw up interesting decision should have been holding the ball as alluded to by Holden ball knocked out the back now it's the uh, kick off the kick out of the ruck there came from Gillespie Jones the opening attack for Australia <laughs> one from the southern stand end and one from the members end Gillespie Jones the ruck woman for Seaford gets the first behind on the board for the Tigers. They move to one behind one point. North Geelong yet to score. As the kick in from full back towards the outer side, taking a strong mark there, Maddie Boyd, who started in the ruck for the Magpies. She gets on the left boot, going up the line. Intercepted, though. Good mark taken out there on the outer side. And I think turn around, that might be Bell out there, who's just looking for some options. Just I'm loving the white numbers, Pete. The it's one a very good look. It's easier to read on the back than the usual uh, Richmond-type jumpers. In fact, pardon me, it was the seven in uh, uh, Rollo. I'll get that right sooner or later. Kicks it out towards the wing position. Foot race on here. Trying to chase out. I'll, I'll help Jackson. you with your Italian, Pete. Yeah, thank you very much. Lasagna, spaghetti, bolognese. Yeah, and there you go. And the ball goes over the boundary line. The umpire will throw it back in quickly. Boyd had front posse. Taken away, though. Henshaw kicks it in towards the hot spot. 30 metres out from goal. Bowled over a few players. No big parts. And densely going through. Couldn't quite pick it up off the carpet. Off Williams home. goes in as well. Another Great one. Call. No, the umpire saying, <laughs> that's fine. Just let it go. This is Division 2 football. Moved on Magpies at half back they're stored at the moment Henshaw got the little hand pass oh, out intercepted on. there by Horton Horton got claimed umpire still allowing play to go on he's thrown the whistle away Giero <laughs> goes in towards the goal square it's a three on one situation oh, just Who, rush it don't they, muck around if they can work it out oh geez hand pass there by, uh, by uh, Tucker that's Alana Tucker she was under all kinds of pressure ball has oh. popped out on the ground being created there by Mackie Mackie still creating Bullet. the pressure can the Magpies get it away they can't come on oh. Judge comes in and hits the woodwork. Oh, boy. Jingo's pressure run and the Magpies couldn't find their way out of a wet paper bag. Oh, gee, I tell you what. The, the rush behind. It's killed football. No, no safe <laughs> options anymore. I'm not even sure if it's actually enforced in no, the BWFL. No, it's not. But it just makes you think about it. When you see it in the AFL, you think to yourself, oh, she going to rush it? I'm not sure. And on that occasion, she didn't. The restart. A chance again for Gillespie Jones. The bowling attack's been everywhere. Stolen off her, and then she was sat on the umpire. Said, "I'll sort it out." And this bloke, Pete, he resembles an '80s DJ, <laughs> and he's had plenty to do early. <laughs> Ball up in the air. Maddie Jones got the tap. Didn't go too far. Nearly threw it out there. McNamara. Chance here for the Tigers as Henshaw tries to put her head over the ball. Doesn't pick it up. Goes in for the second effort. This time picked up there by the player in uh, Chua. Tried to kick it around the corner. Didn't go too far. Viglarolo had it momentarily. Has to go back again. Nearly threw it over her shoulder. Now picking it up here in the Brown. Brown has a flying shot at goal. It's away to the right. They're peppering early. The Tigers are three behind. The Magpies yet to score. Three and a half minutes gone into the first term. Very narrow ground down here at Seaford and I think they've got the uh, all-weather all-weather turf the uh, the seasonal turf the cooch and that's why it's not too wet underfoot so far and the rain has stopped as the train goes past us 
Down here at Seaford, the restart umpire says high tackle. When I played, or he says bounce it. When I played footy at Seabrook uh, Reserve in Upfield, we used to call it an all-weather ground. It was shocking and all-weather. <laughs> well, well, this is a fast track every day of the week, unless it's totally soaked. And it isn't at the moment. Just a couple of passing showers, and the weatherman was right. It has cleared up. Into the back pocket now for North Geelong. Interesting centering ball to their own defensive area. Puts a couple under the pump. Coming out there was Kelly. She gathers, got the handball away. Now Gillespie Jones, the bowling attack. She's been everywhere. She goes after her own footy, and now she's claimed. Good tackle by Urban, and dumped about 25 out from her attacking goal. Seaford, they've had it in their half for the entire start of this quarter. They lead it by three points as Gillespie Jones won the tap. Hacked off the deck, back in towards the pack. Throw a blanket over about 24, 26, 28 players. They wrestle, and the 80s DJ says, I'll have it again. And we'll have another bounce, this time 20 out from Seaford's goal. And he's spinning the platters that matter as the ball is just <laughs> trying to kick it off the carpet. No one could go anywhere. Laying on a tackle, Finch. Umpire calls for a ball up. As we mentioned, it has not gone past halfway for North Geelong. Nearly five minutes into this uh, first term. Gillespie Jones wins the tap again, trying to shark it there off the carpet. Lesueur. And the umpire has blown the whistle and says, uh, I'll have the ball back because you were all wrapped up. Throw the ball up in the air again. Smart footy so far from the umpire. Just let it go and it's been an entertaining contest. Henshaw tried to get a hurried left foot kick away. Got smothered, but well went back done. and got her own football. Go with a little hand pass. Lesua kicks it towards the top of the square. One oh. by the cherry. Wasn't paid. Ball hit the ground. Busted the way through. And a kick on goal. Brown, it's touched. It's touched. Touched as the umpire. Yes, can we get the review on that? <laughs> do, we have the, do we have the video goal umpire in uh, attendance? Either way, it makes the score uh, four behinds. I know they flicked it to 139 on the scoreboard. They'll have to adjust it. It's four behind Seaford and not too long yet to score. Poor restart. Couldn't take the mark down there. It was Henshaw for Seaford. Umpire comes in and says she was trying. We'll have a bounce 50 metres out from Seaford's attacking goal. Right half forward. They lead by four points. Ball slapped out wide. Closer to the boundary line. Now a chance for North Geelong to break away. Their first real chance. They bang it up to the wing. Bouncing footy. These players will be cold. They haven't seen it for the last five or six minutes. Diving on top was Shapta for North Geelong. Then she lays on it again. Coming in Gillespie Jones to lay the tackle. I think Shapta copped a bit of dirt in the eye as well. She's just trying to clean it out of the eye. It's not handy at all. So we've got umpire Leo Sayer at one end. And I'm not sure this umpire, he's finally got himself involved. But we'll get him a nickname shortly because he's another interesting looking character. Ball tossed back up. He'll call for it yet again right on halfway. Sort of resembles someone from one of those My Chemical Romance bands, Pete. <laughs> so that sort of look about him. Left-hander as well as he tosses it up. Backs away from the pack into a couple of players up high. And then he waves play on. North Geelong a chance to go forward. Tucked it under the arm was Jansen. Now a little handball over the top. Finds Bailey. She's dumped. Up high waves play on. Said there was no prior. Umpire's letting it go early, and you've got to say, consistency, the order of the day. Coming in to lay the tackle, there was Villarolo, and the umpire again will surely call for it. No, slapped out. Seaford, kick up and down the chimney. It's still in the centre. Coming through now is Irvin. She's got one high. No, she's high right. fend-off, it would seem. And 25 for not throwing the ball back. So the umpire will take Bethany Finch to about 40 out from goal and she'll have to retake the kick. A little bit of breeze behind her, Pete, but might be too far out to score. The problem is she wanted to have a kick there but the umpire blew time on her. I think she gave away a hint that she might struggle for the distance here, so watch for the uh, Geelong players flood back. Yeah, and they have got back and she's just popped at that 25. It just holds up in the breeze, but good body work and couldn't take the mark in the end. 
think that might have been Densley down there for Seaford. Ball towards the face of goal. Numbers with North Geelong, and they've learnt from their past mistake. Just slap it across the line, don't muck around. And it's the fifth behind for Seaford. Not necessarily inaccuracy, but plenty of uh, peppering of the goals, but no set shots so far for Seaford. And the kick out from full back now towards the back flank in front of the Clarence Zorp. Trying to duck it there was Woolett. The umpire won't penalise her as the ball finally popped out. A little hurried uh, hand pass in there for Brown to try and keep it alive. Now receiving it there is the 17 and Lech. And Lech, just tried to square it up, but uh, it was taken by the Magpies defence. 30 metres out from defensive goal. And that's the 36 of McNamara who puts it out towards the running Oops. player there. And Jansen got stripped at the foot. Football though, DiTiero now tries to square it up. Gillespie Jones went flying for it, couldn't quite pull it in. Ball on the ground, Gillespie Jones tries to bend over and pick it up, couldn't do so. Charging through there momentarily, Mackie. She was unsuccessful. Clearing kick from the Magpies in towards the middle of the ground. It's a two-on-two -two situation, and the ball will favour the Tigers. A little kick along the ground though. Lecce tries to pick it up, she couldn't get to it. Willett was first to it, went with a long clearing kick towards the half-forward flank position. Shop out full over, couldn't pick it up. A little kick along the ground for the Magpies. Magpies coming close to the Tigers bench. It'll go out. Is it on the full or is it thrown in? There's a late appeal for it. The lounge umpire says, just chuck it in. Yeah, umpire Leo Sayer, he's happy with that one. He says, throw it back in. I'm happy with the contest. Ball tossed back in. Over the back this time. Surely a chance for North Geelong. Just didn't want to stick the head over it there. And a chance for Seaford to clear. Coming through was Blair Kelly. She smacked it up towards the centre rings. Now a good little smother came from Hines. In fact, it was Villiaro again, who's been in absolutely everything. All pinballs around and will have another bounce. Right in the centre rings, just next to them on our side. On the creek side of the ground, for those of you that are familiar with Seaford. Ball tossed back up. A little slap out there from Boyd, who's controlled most of the ruck work so far, despite the, the good work on the deck from Gillespie Jones. Bustling her way through was Davison. Managed to push it out for Seaford. Still plenty of players around this. Hacked out the back, Woolett. North Geelong, she's on her defensive 50. She falls at the crucial stage. Now Seaford inside 50. Gillespie Jones had it, lost it, almost had the mark. Now a chance out the back for Densley. She gets the goal, possibly if it goes through and bounces that way, and it does. She just had it towards the, the right goalpost, and it managed to dribble its way through in that uh, well-worn down square, Pete. It always helps you out when you need a bounce. And she managed to get the first goal for Seaford. They move to 1-5-11. They lead North Geelong, who are yet to score and have no inside 50s, Peter Holden. At this stage, and we've played 10 minutes into this uh uh, into this opening term here on VWFLradio.com. So uh, top of the table on the line here, and I should point out that Seaford's got the superior percentage despite the one loss. So if Seaford win today, they go top of the table. The umpire throws the ball up in the middle of the ground. It's the 80s looking DJ, and that's what he does. Good little punch being put in there by Roland to try and move it forward. Trying to run onto it there was Knox. Cut bowled over. Had to go back in and get it again. Desley on her hammer. Brought it to ground. Knox goes fighting and scragging with her. Trying to get it out there. Shannon Bell got the little cute hand pass out, did okay for uh, Kelly to run onto it, she does she gets it on the left boot, moved in towards the forward line, good mark taken, Gillespie Jones and she has it and decides to go Great with a spearing pass, pass. 30 oh. metres out from goal was probably just a metre short, chance for the Magpies to clear here, hurry left foot kick doesn't go too well because just waiting for it there was Weiss and Weiss puts it up towards the top of the square, flying football up there, Viglarolo couldn't quite get onto it, now DiCiero waiting for it, goes to the snap and goal ready goes for the Tigers 2-5-17, they're leading North Geelong, a shell shock North Geelong yet to score. Well Claire Weiss, that was uh, simple, good old fashioned footy.
She uh, went out to the fat side, the uh, the switch side for North Geelong, and when they didn't look to where they were kicking and just bombed it away, she earned herself 55 from home, all on her own, with the ball in her attacking zone, did the right thing, put it to the top of the square, created the danger, and another goal to see. But it's funny when you follow the team rules, Pete, you yep. find yourself with a ball and you think, geez, this actually works. They get the goal, Seaford, but North Geelong a chance here. They had a couple in front of the ball, but just uh, just don't have the rub of the green at the moment. And the umpire says, I'll have another bounce. Yep. He's got an interesting... Uh, he crosses himself very interestingly, umpire Leo Sayer, our 80s DJ. He's a cross between Leo Sayer and an 80s DJ. Not as much hair as Leo. Ball up and down once again, shoveled out. Dichiero, the last goal kicker, she got it wide. Busting her way through as Davidson kick was smothered. Then she got it back, hacked it forward. Now North Geelong try and force it wide. Wool it off the back flank. She couldn't come up with it. In fact, it was Haley Ray. She gathers. Little handball out the side. The umpire says, holding the ball, even though it looked like a clear handball. And it'll be a free kick to Ebb on the backside of half forward. She goes inside attacking 50. Poor kick in the end. Numbers with North Geelong. But an interesting ball that bounces off a few shins. Now it's hacked forward by Hines. And a push in the back, and it'll go the way of North Geelong. So a lucky little let off there. Williams has it at left half back. And decides to go towards the half back flank position. Now taking it there is Laura Bailey. Bailey, dangerous kick towards the half back. It's got to be good. Knox got it. Decided to run away. Gave the little hand pass. Will she look for the one two with Henshaw coming? She does it. McNamara driving it up the line here. Can the Fidel get onto it? She's close against the boundary line. McLean went running out afterwards. Picked it up, Fidel. Got on the right boot. Goes towards the hot spot. 30 metres out from goal. Too many Tigers in defence. The little kick along the ground wasn't too smart. Ooh. Whoops, going to ground is Rogers there. Slipped over at the crucial moment. Ball was stolen out of hands by Woollett. Has a flying shot at goal. It bounces and it bounces into the point post. And that might actually be the better result for North Geelong without hitting the point post. They can set something up five metres out from goal. 14 gone first term. Jamie Woollett, she's probably had 12 possessions so far. She's been in everything. Smashed wide by Davison. And the ball's gone over the line out of play. We'll have yet another throw-in. It's on the creek side of the ground. About 25 to 30 around from North Geelong's attacking goal, who are yet to score. They trail by 17 points. Slapped over the back by Rowland, who's moved into the ruck for Seaford. North Geelong again with the numbers, but the ball and the bounce evading them. Every time they get half a sniff. Seaford now with the numbers at half-back. Might have got one high, was ducking and weaving, but the umpire said... I'll be happy to bounce it yet again. About 30 metres out from North Geelong's attacking goal. And the umpire just parting the seas like Moses and throws the, probably as old as Moses as the ball is thrown up in the air. Gillespie Jones got the tap. He's seen on the ground. Peak. Davidson laid on the tackled. Hurry kick by the Tigers though. Heading close towards the boundary line. A little toe poke. He's just going to see it over there by Habib. And uh, one of the key forwards back today in the North Geelong side. The ball over the boundary line and out of bounds. Thrown back in. The umpire moved it on quickly. Trying to get onto it there was uh, Shapter. Couldn't get to, couldn't get there in the nick of time. Was going along with it and trying to kick it off the ground. The 17 Lecce. It only got as far though as Bailey. Laura Bailey's kick intercepted though. Sent back from whence it came for the Tigers. Just through the hands of Ebb. Couldn't hang on to it. Knox got the hand pass out. Came to Bailey. Hurry kick. Good Manchester kick. set at the player in Horton. Who went towards the top of the goal square. Went by the cherry. Habib could 
couldn't hold on to it. Went back, gave up the little hand pass, tried to sell the candy there. McNamara got knocked over. Ball close towards the boundary line. McLean's going to see it over. And the umpire blows the whistle. In fact, it hasn't gone out. It's just stayed in, but it was all locked up, and the umpire calls the ball up. Yeah, you can see, Pete, why Habibi is a star player. She uses the body well. Looks to engage her opponent and push off and take the grabs. Doesn't like to lead too much. Just a stand 15 out and kick it to me, which was a good tactic on that occasion, but couldn't quite reel in the mark. Ball cleared now for Seaford. Two North Geelong players collide. And one stayed down, but she looks like she'll get back to her feet as North Geelong regather. Smashed around the corner from Shapter. And now to the top of the goal square and kick through for a goal. And it was Cranston. Rochelle Cranston gets the goal. Just sort of an inopportune kick off the outside of the right from Shapter. And it fell in her lap and she played on when she probably shouldn't have. But got the goal. So North Geelong on the board. Sort of against the momentum across a large part of the quarter. But they did have the ball in their zone for a good three or four minutes. And the Magpies won straight six. Trailing the Tigers 2-5-17 on VWFLradio.com. And of course they uh, took the bus down from North Geelong. The very own North Geelong bus. And I've just got a feeling that uh, maybe the road trip. They just uh, took them a little while to wake up and stretch the legs. I was going to say, Pete, that bus looks rough. That looks <laughs> like my old school bus when we used to play up. And they'd give us the rough bus. They said, you blokes, the seats were that thin. You'd get off after an hour of promotion grove. And your dead set couldn't move. So... <laughs> Maybe it's the padding in the seats. And you know what they do? If you lost a game, they uh, drive you through the small streets and over the speed humps just, exactly. to sort, just to sort you out. Exactly right. And I think it's one of those buses where it was branded once, but it went so far wrong that they decided we'll paint it white so it can't be tied back to our company. <laughs> <laughs> they try to get a little hurried air pass out there uh, for the Tigers. It was just on the uh, bottom of the deck was Finch. Managed to try and keep it moving forward. Here's a hurry kick by Gillespie Jones in the wards, the forward line. 30 metres out from goal. Overrunning it there was Weems of the Magpies. Had to support. Here's the kick, trying to set it up and taking the mark there is uh, Jansen. Jansen now has it, half-back flank, 40 up from defensive goal. Decides to go with a dangerous-looking kick, but it works out okay. And taking it quickly is Cranston, trying to get it on, but coughed it up instead to Vigliarolo. Vigliarolo now moves it in towards the forward line, foot race on here. Rolly oh. coming out afterwards, bowled over a few, no big partons. Hand pass went in the hot spot, 30 metres out from goal, but weaving through there is Shapter. She goes for the clearing kick towards the half-back flank on the outer side. Foot race on. Bell will be there first for the Tigers. Had support. Gave off the little hand pass. Now the right boot kicking towards the forward line. Amongst the pack of Magpies are having a little bit of a how do you do off the football. Getting over the top of it. Tenori can't quite extract it and the umpire calls for the ball up. Well, 18 minutes gone in this term and it's 2-5-17 Seaford and North Geelong one straight six. Well, the Tigers and the Magpies, the AFL affiliates don't like each other and <laughs> let me put my house on the VWFL affiliates don't like each other either. As the ball comes out of the pack, hacked, hacked clear, uh, hacked kick out of the pack and it's gone out well, on the full. You, you could say not in the scoreboard but with a physicality both sides just trying to make a statement knowing that finals are just around the corner. These two will meet again in the major semi-final. Yeah and you can see that the Magpies have started with probably three or four of their best players forward and now they've thrown it around a fraction to try and even up the contest. As the ball's cleared for North Geelong Tenori a chance and then it hit her in the face as she went for the smother and she doesn't really know where she is at the moment Ebony Tenori as she works it out now and rolls her way back over to the pack but she's still seeing stars Pete that was, one of, that was an unfortunate falcon of the highest order ball tossed back up at half forward for Seaford hacked out of the pack numbers back with North Geelong they've worked it out a chance here for Melanie McNamara she goes wide smart kick if it stayed in 
and it did, just pitched inside. Throw in 55 around from Seaford's attacking goal. We lead this one by 11 points with under a minute remaining in the first term. So it looks like North Geelong won't be able to score a goal from here. They just need to shut out the Seaford Tigers from scoring another one before the quarter time break. Gillespie Oops. Jones was in that contest. Henshaw tried to get a hurry kick out. Was stolen off for a boot. Gillespie Jones got the little hurried hand pass out. Brown kicked the ball in towards the hot spot. 40 metres out from goal. Just bumbling well, around Woolwich, on that. He doesn't muck around. Woolwich, yeah, overran it on that occasion. Had support <laughs> for a teammate there. Here's with the hand pass. Now the kick coming out towards the wing position. They've got to hold the mark here, and they do with 10 seconds remaining before the quarter time break. Seven. Davidson kicks it around the corner. Mark has to be taken. It's going to be a seafood ball. Helen is Bell. She's got it all wrapped up. Hurried hand pass out. There's the siren. As North Geelong were attacking at centre half forward, the siren has sounded for quarter time, but we have got a ripping contest. Seaford 2 5 17. North Geelong 1 straight 6 at the first break. Yeah, a good first quarter in the end from North Geelong, who were under siege. They really could have been put away there. Yep. Uh, Seaford realistically should be 4 3, 3 4, somewhere in that order, although they kicked 2 or 3 out in the full, so maybe they should be more. But that's the game of footy, and I think these two sides prepared themselves for a bit of wet weather footy, but it's actually sort of fined up and played a little drier than they would have expected. So I think the second term they'll try and open it up and run as North Geelong go with what is probably a one to two goal breeze, so relatively even, but the flow of play certainly with Seaford in the in the opening stages, but I don't know if there's a bit of a gradient as well, Peter, I don't know which way it goes on the ground, I know kicking downhill can sometimes help the mm. confidence, but uh, I think maybe North Geelong slightly going downhill in the, uh, yeah. in the second quarter. Perhaps, although when you look at the train across the other side, the train looks like it's going downhill the other way. Yeah, that's so. what I thought. I thought North Geelong were going downhill looking at the slant of the ground here. Yeah, okay. But uh, the, I think the wind is then blowing uphill. So, as it does down here, which is, is basically makes it coming from the north, I suppose. So, why it's so cold, who knows. But, uh, <laughs> uh, look, I think the Magpies, right in this, they've clearly got the, the, uh, the stronger forward line. Um, when it went up there probably three times they looked like they were going to score every single time and I think that's probably why North Geelong won the uh, the previous contest between these two sides earlier in the season just that potency up forward and we saw Habib get near it a couple of times and she's going to be hard to stop if they can get the delivery in there but that's the key you've got to get it in there and they didn't manage to do that in the first term but the second will certainly be very interesting we'll take this opportunity to take a quick break it is quarter time here on vwflradio.com seaford 2517 leading north geelong one straight six we'll be back in a moment this is the vwflradio.com match of the day VWFLradio.com live from RF Miles Reserve in Seaford where they've just broken from the quarter time huddle and Seaford 2-5-17 lead North Geelong one straight six and almost shell-shocked North Geelong. They really didn't get into their own forward 50 for the first 12 minutes. Yeah, well, they didn't and then when they did, they looked good. So it's going to be a, a test of whether they can win that midfield battle and and in the ruck, they've, they've done well. Matty Boyd's been on top, but uh, I think Seaford have thrown about four different opponents at her, so they clearly know that Boyd is uh, is going to ruck all day. So they're trying to wear her off her legs. And you can just see, Pete, that there's a little bit of sparring going on 
And this is literally the first game of a three-game series as we as we come towards the finals with these two likely to meet in the Division Two Grand Final. Although you wouldn't want to ride off your Pasco Vales and your Sunbury's and your Redans just yet. Well, Sunbury could find themselves on the way out and Redan on the way in, depending on how results go in the final round. As we speak, the ball's gone up and Woolett tried to take it away off the halfback flank. She got knocked over. Head over it there was Bell. Couldn't extract it. Ball is being scrapped for by Boyd. And the umpire will call for a ball up. Centre half back for the Magpies. They're attacking the southern end of the ground, which is the right of our radio dial. See, but attacking the uh, city end of the ground. Taken away there by Knox, who's had plenty of the football early. Trying to get it on to Jansen to run onto it. Jansen has to put her head over it. Got knocked off the footy at the crucial moment. Going there, uh, I think may have been the player in Peck to try and get a hand pass out. The umpires said it's gone over the boundary line, so we'll throw it in. And that is between centre wing and half forward flank for the Seaford Tigers. Ball toss back in, went sideways, right angles. Umpire wasn't interested. He said just play on, get on with it. And the girls did exactly that. And the kick went to half forward for Seaford, but cutting it off was Irvin, who's been terrific so far. Tenori centre of the ground, couldn't take the mark. Now a little handball over the top. Sort of held play up momentarily, which might have worked for North Geelong, but didn't. The turnover. Now it's Hines. In fact, it was Villiaro who went towards the top of the goal square. It's about 25 out. Plenty of players around it. Just sitting loose out the side of the pack is Brown. The ball came towards her, and the umpire said, holding the ball in the end, as it was tried to be forced clear by Seaford, but incorrect disposal. It'll be a free kick to North Geelong on the last line of defence. And that's McLean. Alicia McLean now has it. How many different ways can we spell Alicia, Pete? <laughs> it's got to so stop. Many, oh, so many Jacksons I know as well. Oh, uh, certainly. And I know a James with a Y and a Z as we wait well, for... Ja- what was Jackson uh, trying to think of the Collingwood player who was from... Geelong College. Uh, he was JXON, wasn't he? I think he was. The kick is long and uh, only as far as the player there in Tua tried to get a hurry kick away. She couldn't. There's Hines. Put her head over the ball in the half-back flank on the grandstand side. Tried to get a hurried hand pass out. Coming over the top there was Thompson to lay the tackle. Tua's waiting for the ball to pop out. Won't go to her. Nearly kicking it off the ground there was Lesua. Now she goes in Lesua and gets the ball and kicks it. It spins at odd angles but just going through there and taking a gutsy mark. Alana Tucker Tucker clears. Well, she did clear, but the two players she was looking for weren't looking at the footy, but Knox will come up with it now for North Geelong. She has uh, Davison all on her own out very, very wide. Little kick around the corner. Again, a chance for North Geelong. But they just can't get the disposals at the right time with any sort of clean hand. And again, the ball goes into dispute, and it'll be a bounce in between wing and half forward for North Geelong on the outer side. Ball to be tossed back up. Umpire Leo Sayer doing some very nice work over there. Tossed up. Knocked out by the half-forward line. Or, in fact, I should say the uh, the opening bowling attack there from Gillespie Jones. She goes back in after it. Now Tenori bursts away through. Kicks it up towards half-forward. Good mark taken in the end there by Bailey, who wanted 50. In fact, it was Fidel. She's in there. Takes the grab. Nice orange boots too. Wants to go quickly. Does. Wobbles one towards half forward. Over towards Habib. Had it. Lost it. Now running onto it with a bit of speed was Houghton. And then she's dumped. And the umpire says, was it in the back? No, he says, holding the footy. And it's a free kick to Seaford at half back. And here's the kick on the right boot towards the half back flank position. The push. I think that's hands in the back there. And that's going to be against Lasur. The old Kevin Bartlett rule coming into play, and that means the free kick going to land up with Tenori. Is it? Tenori. Tenori. Thank you very much, Tenori. 55 metres up in defensive from uh, goal. Just goes short and taking the mark is Cranston. He's got one against her name. The only goal so far for kick the Magpies. 
goes for the long, booming kick towards <laughs> the top of the square. It's <laughs> it's hit by Tigers players spoil themselves. Tackle laid on. The umpire says they're too high. Colliner, and that means lining up a goal about 25 metres out directly in front. Emily Davison. I think uh, I think umpire Leo Sayers has worked it out. He's going to have to uh, pay freeze just for the sake of it to make the game like to make the game flow at all. And that on that occasion, he came to the party. Davison directly in front. Oh, Kicks it high, but it's away to the right. It's a minus score. So we have gone four minutes into the second term. North Geelong 117, Trail Seaford 2517, this top of the table Division 2 clash. Well, they're well drilled, the North Geelong side. They've got the 18 woman press on. They're everywhere, swarming. So Seaford said, well, stuff it. I'm just going to kick it 50 out wide. Clear that pack. Don't worry about the Clarkson cluster. We'll just kick over the top of it. I've, I've always said the best way to beat your press is to always have a Dustin Fletcher type. You can have a top and <laughs> just at the back go of fetch. <laughs> <laughs> so the ball's tossed in out of sight. Gillespie Jones, the tap again. She's done some good work in this quarter because Hines has moved into the ruck and that's why Gillespie Jones has got herself on top. The ball's shoveled wide and they've gained about 15 or 20 metres. Seaford will have a throw in out of sight. With North Geelong trailing by 10 points, we've played five minutes in the second term on VWFLradio.com. Well, the throw was flat by the boundary umpire, so the umpire says throw it in again. Try not to aim at the chin this time, just see if you get a little higher. And threw it back to her and she sort of reached over and it hit her in the side of the head, which wasn't too fair. But anyway, play on. Better throw in this time around, and it was Hines who got the tap. Went through the legs there at Bell, nutmegged her. Here's a hurried little hand pass. Didn't go too far. Getting a bump on Hines, going in again. Oh, there's a hand pass out by uh, Henshaw to try and keep it alive. Trying to lay on the tackle there. You could see it coming from Kelly, but the ball is bobbled away, it's the advantage though of Seaford and weaving her way through there was Brown who moved it towards the centre forward position to Densley, Densley dropped it went back and got it again, put it hurriedly on the right towards the one on one situation Mackie coming out towards it gets it, has chance to turn around, back to Densley, she's up against the boundary line her kick, touched I think is going out of bounds and the umpire says touched and throw it in by the look of the signal He's done well there, My Chemical Romance, he, to spot he, that. He, he's, chatted, he's chatted to the goal umpire, and the goal umpire reckons it was out of bounds on the full. No, no. back yourself, son, and he has. Uh, he has, and he's, <laughs> the boundary umpire will throw it in. <laughs> Club umpire. You can't try and turn that over, you cheating mongrel. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> ball back in. Back of the pack, a chance for North Geelong. They probably want to just get it towards the... The boundary line if they can, and that's sort of the way they moved in we, the end. We should, discipline. Say, we should say hi to that Gullipar, who's Rochi, by the way, and he says the camel back in Geelong, the under-16s coach at North Geelong, would be listening. <laughs> ah, lovely. Ball tossed out the back. He's a nice bloke, Rochi. I've got to take it all back. <laughs> Could have been holding the footy against Phil Yarol over the umpire, just waving play on. He's waved play on 19 times in 14 seconds. Then he says, well, we'll bounce it. Update score at uh, quarter time from the Premier Division. Bendigo Thunder and the Devils. The Devils 7-5-47. Thunder yet to score in Watto's farewell game. Very good. Watto's last game. 183rd game for the Eastern Devils. Over 13 long seasons. And now she says, well, look, I'm going to put that in the easy basket and go and run triathlons. Quarter time at the Peanut Farm Premier Division. St Kilda 1-3-9 leading St Albans one behind. So hacked out of the pack there from Cranston, who's been everywhere for North Geelong. She gets it to her defensive 50, but Seaford with the numbers. Hacked back inside the attacking zone to the teeth of goal. Bounce will be interesting, and is. Could have been holding the ball, or umpire waves play on again. Ball to the teeth of goal. Wind playing with the footy. 
and in the end pushed it across the line. So maybe I was wrong, Pete. Maybe the wind's blowing the other way. <laughs> it's very tricky down here. It's swirly. We're sort of in a bit of a ditch. And that one was affected certainly by the wind as the restart lands right in the arms of Ebb, who is about 45 out. She's called to go long. She will need to toss the grass up here to check where that swirly breeze is going. Her side leads by 11 points. Eight gone in the second term. The Tigers a chance to extend the lead. She fancies herself, comes in deliberately, and slices it across the face in the end, but got the journey relatively easily in the end, considering she kicked it across the face. It would have carried 40 on the fly, and she mishit it. So there's some big kicks in both sides for North Geelong and Seaford, and they've been used heavily in these uh, opening stages of the second term. As the ball is thrown back and into play. And here's another one of them. Yep, and Knox just gives a hurry little kick away towards the centre-half back position. Bowled over a few players there. Oh, great Ready acting. to go in there was uh, Lechdy, but the umpire's pulled out a free kick, and that's going the way. I think it's Fidel has got it. Great the orange boots. Those orange boots, there was a soccer dive. It was terrific. It was and there, but it was a dive. Very close <laughs> to the player on the mark. Gets on the right boot. Long, booming, high kick down the other Oops. end of the cricket pitch. Whoop, nearly in the head of Shafter there. There's been copped a few in the head today. Trying to get a hurried little hand pass out. Roll them all under pressure. Ball's just scrapping on the ground for Davidson. See if she can pick it up. She couldn't. Trying to lay in the tackle there. Densely. Ball popped out. Then a hurried little kick was smothered there by the player in uh, 17 there for Seaford who went to ground and fighting for it is Shafter once again to try and extract it. I should mention it was Lechty who tried to get the hurry kick away. And the umpire calls for the ball up. 50 metres out from the North Geelong goal. They're attacking the southern end or the uh, level crossing end here at the Seaford ground. A little hack job out of the pack has bowled over a few. Nearly won the hot spot 30 metres out from goal. Trying to pick it up there. Jansen over around the footy on this occasion. Hair pass out. Wasn't successful. Ball on the ground. Waiting for it on the outside. Habib tries to lay a tackle. In fact, uh, gets a smother in there. Was effective. Now running onto it is Boyd. Boyd tries to square it up. Two on one. Went out the back. Hands on it. A little oh, snap on goal at the last second by Fidel, who was literally 30 centimetres out, but had two Tigers players on her. Went to the right-hand side for a minor score. 1-2-8 North Geelong. Seaford 2-6-18. Exactly 10 minutes gone in the second term. So the bowling attack. She went long, Gillespie Jones. It was a good kick in the end. Finished up with Ebb, who was pushed off the footy, but then managed to get a kick away up towards the wing. A chance here for Henshaw. She had it and lost it and then fell over. North Geelong player down from the ensuing contest as Wart goes back in, cracks in, headbutts a couple. As we're invaded in the commentary box, which is always a good thing. The young ones are... Can we give him a, a headset? <laughs> Looks like he knows a bit. Probably know more than both of us. It's <laughs> <laughs> a ball will be tossed up. 65 out from the attacking goal for North Geelong. Fidel won the tap. She's just moved into the ruck. A bit of third girl up work there. And in the end, another bounce. Seaford gaining a bit of ground. Umpire Leo Sarah will toss it back up. And that's probably the smartest thing to do. One out there by Boyd. Tried to get a hurried little kick away, but it was uh, smothered off the boot there of Thompson who tried oh. to get a kick as the little ones they knock over my laptop at the same time. Thanks for coming. As uh, the umpire says the ball has gone out and there's a player down. And we'll yeah, just their head hit the ground. That was the old uh, 31 there in uh, Horton. And we're going to... Nice wine. Yes, <laughs> indeed. Pull back in. And getting the punch in there was the uh, number eight player in Roland to try and gain some metres. But it was all magpies waiting back there for it, including Bailey. And Bailey's kick got to Shark. Oh! And then straight back in. Two players nearly collided. And it fell the way of Brown with a knee. And Brown delivers in towards the forward line. Great grab taken by Densley. Michelle Densley has already got one so far today. Took a mark 40 metres out from goal. Played on quickly. One, two bites to the chair. Gillespie Jones.
Judge. Gillespie Judge with a snap. It's away to a for a minor score near side. If there are two number fives out there. Gillespie Jones <laughs> is everywhere. She is uh, moving the score along for Seaford to 2-7-19 to North Geelong 1-2-8. 12 minutes gone here in the first term. So the second term, pardon me. So the restart's a monstrous helicopter out towards centre-half back. Knox. She had it and lost it. Had to go back in after it. Laid the tackle. Umpire wave play on. Players stopped thinking there was a free kick. Boyd out the side of the pack. She goes back inside the attacking zone. It's 35 out from goal. Gillespie Jones again. She's had about 35 possessions in the first two quarters. She's been everywhere. Little handball at the side came back to her. Not bad for someone who's probably six foot. Now she hacks it forward. A chance for Densley, who's seen plenty of it. She's thrown off it. Ball out wide for Weiss, who pumps it back to the top of the square. And a good mark taken by Kim Ebb in the forward pocket, who wants to square it up and does. Looking for Densley, but plenty around it. Slapped away. Top of the goal square for Seaford. Can they get a boot to it? Can't do so. Ball just frozen on the deck. Falls out the side. North Geelong try and clear, but only as far as Jas Rowland, who takes the mark... Probably 40 from home. Maybe 37 will kick from 40. And she's confident. I back her in from here. The big frame, Roland. Have to stand at least 5'10". Trots in. Off the side of the boot. Out towards the pocket. And it'll be a throw-in just pitched uh, inside. It was an unusual run-up. She had confidence coming into it in the last one or two down. steps. Yeah, exactly. Mm, lost momentum. And that means we'll have a throw-in about uh, 10 metres out from the right-hand point post. Thrown back into play. Just over the head there of Davidson. Try to go with it to Chero. Had it momentarily. Lost it. Hand short there. Got caught. Got rid of the hand pass in the nick of time. Fletch G was there for momentarily. Couldn't extract the pill. Bigly Rollo over the top of it. And the umpire will call for a ball up once again. So, we throw the ball up in the air. There's the uh, tap forward by Boyd. Keep it alive, Henshaw. Hand pass out to Finch. Finch moved it forward in towards the forward line. Try to kick it off the cup of there. Big Lorolo moved in towards the player there. And Ebb, who got caught, got rid of the ball at the crucial moment. Densley as well, putting the head over it as Irvine. Kicks it off the ground. Unusual little kick. Got it to Cranston. Cranston put it on the boot. Found her teammate. Uh, 40 good after the defensive goal. Kicked it to, well, you said good kick, but to about three Tigers players. They're all waiting back there for it. They kicked towards the half-forward flank position. It came off hands. Scrapping hard for the football. Over the top of it was Finch. He couldn't extract the going in there again is Boyd for the Magpies and the umpire asks for the ball back we have a ball up, 14 and a half minutes gone in the second term, 11 point lead to the Tigers. I see a good kick because it looked boundary, but in the end it wasn't, it was straight to those three players as you said Pete on this very narrow ground, the boundary is certainly your friend, ball up towards half forward again for Seaford, a chance here for Villarolo who's been in absolutely everything, comes out the side of the pack Couple thrown off, and umpire happy to wave play on. Villarola goes back in. Umpire says, I will have it. And I will bounce it 35 out from Seaford's goal. With five remaining in the second term, they lead by 11 points. Nine scoring shots to three. Two, seven to one, two. Ball towards the top of the goal square. Ebb underneath it. Couldn't take the mark. Might not have travelled the required 15 anyhow as the umpire waves play on. The ball's forced clear by North Geelong. Free kick now will go the way of Seaford for a high hit. And it's going to Finch, who goes across the face to the top of the square, pushing and shoving at the back. A chance for Brown with an E. Couldn't quite get the kick away. 
Then she goes back in after it. And this could be a free kick to Villarola. No, it goes against her. And it's a free kick to the Magpies on the last line. It might be Cranston back there in the last line of defence, just looking for some options. Back part of me was Tucker. And Tucker goes long and high with a, a booming monster. kick. <laughs> Unfortunately, too much juice on it. It went out of bounds in the full, and that means that the resulting free kick will end up with Claire Weiss. And she has it uh, probably about ooh, 45, 50 metres out from goal. As the ball comes back in, 16 minutes ticks by in this second term of this Division 2 clash. Straight 20-minute quarters, kicking towards and trying to acknowledge the lead there. Big Rollo, who managed to keep it in, got stripped of the ball. Vidal was there, and the boundary umpire blew the whistle from a distance and said it had actually gone out. So we'll have a throw-in. Uh, probably about 20 metres out from goal. So no player in North Geelong's half. No player in their two-thirds, to be fair. Ball tossed back in. Plenty around it. As aforementioned, North Geelong, a chance with numbers and lots of them. But no space between those numbers. Big hit on Ebb, who stayed at the base, still got it. And umpire Leo Sayers says, I'll have it, thank you very much. We'll try and clear it out. 40 out from Seaford's goal. Toss back up. Little tap out the back came from Roland. Comes back towards Mackey. In fact, it was Lasua who goes in towards the, the attacking pocket over on the right-hand side of the ground, the outer side. And again, the boundary umpire getting an absolute workout on that outer side, a throw-in 10 around from Seaford's goal. Ball back in, getting the big fist in there, was Roland to try and move it forward. Intercept it, though, and take him back once again. Dangerous. McNamara's kick put it into a dangerous spot. Habib tried to get a little hand pass out. Didn't do her side any favours, though. Putting the head over. Here's a go. The ball there. Here's Just a go. It. Popped out there. Woolett, who now put it on Shouldn't in the foot races it. out there. And who's going to be first to try and get to it? Boyd is trying to sprint. Habib going with her. Habib catches oh. her. And the umpire is too high. <laughs> She goes, what's the free for? She had two hands around her head. I don't think that player can breathe. That's probably what it was like. And now the kick, trying to line up for Rogers. And uh, missed her. In fact, the They've ball got to settle here, North Shore. They've just got to settle. And here's the right foot kick at the 18-minute mark at this uh, turn. The ball's just bobbling around. They didn't settle all right because it went away from the hands there at Davidson. And the kick out towards the uh, wing position. Maybe a chance here for Weiss to try and run onto it. She couldn't. Trying to go for it. And uh, chasing after it is Rogers. Rogers momentarily in there as Shapter. Umpire pulls out a free kick. Magpies football and they've got a 1 minute and 45 seconds remaining before the halftime hooter. They're down by 11 points. Bailey on the left up towards half forward. Good little mark from Matty Boyd. Player down for Seaford. So it's 18 on 17 as we close this quarter. But the ball goes out wide and over the line in front of Fidel. And it'll be tossed back in. About 40 around as Pete gets his eyes on that player that's down. It doesn't look like she'll be leaving the ground before the end of this quarter, so although it's not a good way to go about it, when it's 17 on 18, you might as well take advantage of it. So there'll be a minute 10 remaining as this ball's tossed back in. Davison won the tap. North Geelong have the numbers at the back of the pack. They try and clear it out. Cranston's there. She couldn't quite get it clear. Cranston, I should say. The umpire says, I'll have it again. I'll bounce it and I'll clear it out. 45 seconds left. Little tap came from Boyd, who jumped over the top of the pack. Now North Geelong trying to bullock their way forward. They get to 25 out from goal. Davison's around it. It's the backside across the ball, but then managed to force it over the line out of play. So down to 30 seconds. And again, it's back into play. And again, it's Seaford just huddling around the footy. 
with these count up and count down clocks the players know exactly what's going on and it's smart footy from Seaford they shut it down as it closes to 15 seconds 19 seconds now remaining as the ball is back in. Last roll of the dice, and that's Roland who got the little punch on. Ball's on the ground, 40 metres out from goal. Knox trying to get a good oh. little fearing kick there, maybe. And I thought it might be by the player in uh, Lesseur trying to get it this. going. Now the kick is high. It's got to be marked before the hooter. There was one hands up front. Posse couldn't quite pull it in. Ball being scrapped around. There's the siren as the kick was going by Lechty, and the ball goes in towards the middle of the ground so no score out of that play for North Geelong and uh, once again for North Geelong both times before the Hooter they were pressing and both times they just couldn't find an avenue home and that means at half time 2-7-19 for Seaford leading North Geelong 1-2-8 still anybody's ball game but it's a low scoring contest at 11 points the difference well you'd think it was torrential out there Pete the way it's been in the first half 2-7-1-2 but there's clearly been there's clearly been some sort of uh, message that's come from Seaford. Last time these two sides played, North Geelong obviously smashed them in close. So uh, the message has gone in that we're not going to be beaten inside. And I can guarantee you they have not been beaten inside. Well, in fact, that was the me the thing from Tina Henshaw. She reckons that they were beaten first to the ball last time. That's why they lost against North Geelong. They said, we were not first to the ball all day. And she goes, that's why we lost. And that's the thing they want to improve on. And that is showing at the moment. I'm not even here for the pre-game interviews, Pete, and I can just read it how it was. <laughs> but uh, that is exactly right. That's been the difference is that inside ball. But in saying that, I mean, North Geelong, they'll have plenty of run in the legs because they haven't done any attacking at all in that quarter. Even I thought the game might break its way open, but may have misread the, misread the breeze. I misread the slope as well. It was a bit like my putting game. <laughs> thought it was going left to right. and went right to left. It's always embarrassing. But uh, look... The game itself is on a knife edge. It might be 2-7 to 1-2, but realistically, it's probably been 15 scoring shots to Seaford to only three shots for North Geelong. But North Geelong's goal has been the cleanest. Their ball has been the cleanest. If, if they can just pick the ball up three or four times and get it on the break, they've got a few runners in there, they can make Seaford think about it. So I think both sides will be... Plus, but also disappointed with their with their first halves, and I I think the game will probably stay in a similar fashion. I thought it might break open in the second, but I think it'll stay the same, and it'll be a, a battle of wills in the end to see who can fatigue the most and who can ring the most changes, and who can get themselves on the outside. Which I think North Geelong look like they have more of an opportunity to do that. Well, interesting to note. I think DC Era was the one that was uh, I think they copped a whack in the guts, and that's why she was carried off. Um, she's the one of the goal kickers for Seaford. The other goal kicker in Michelle Densley for North Geelong, the solitary goal kicker with Rochelle Cranston. Uh, as we look at the play, um, how do you compare it at the moment? Let's say against Division One or Premier Division football at the moment, because uh, obviously seeing Darabin, which is you know her class above everybody else, um, the division, the Premier Division sides clearly move the ball a lot more cleanly by hand. While at the moment, I think what we're seeing is a bit of scrappy, just try and move it forward bit by bit by bit. Yeah, and I think that's probably your bottom 12 as opposed to your top six. Yeah. Um, I can guarantee you if you put the best five players, six players for North Geelong into a Darabin, they would fit in relatively seamlessly. Um, mm. So that's the difference. It's about whether you are the best player or you are the, me the middle players or you are the bottom players. Mm. Um, most from probably the better players in these sides probably would go into... That, that middle to lower rung. 
that's just the facts of the matter. But the difference is in a game like this where you're trying to work overtime, and, and that footy's one of those games, you can't do the work of 10. You can only uh, only play your role, and, and that's what's happened so far. There hasn't been any shining lights because the middle players haven't allowed those star players to break out just yet. Uh, I think that's one thing that we have a look at when you compare against the uh, called better Premier Division sides, even some of the better Division 1 sides, is they have the ability to kick, uh, you're looking on average about 10 goals a game, and I think this is what we're seeing, at, uh, particularly when it's two even sides in a Division 2 competition at the moment, we're seeing sides win only kicking 5 or 6 goals a game, and it seems to be at the moment for both of these clubs. Seaford's got 9 scoring shots, I mean if, if there were, if there were say let's say five goals for you say okay they're on track they're looking uh, they're looking good but at the moment none of these sides seem to have that clear focal point that clear avenue to goal that clear delivery into the forward line but I think that's uh, it's very much this is why these two sides are the best two sides in division two is because they are in the Sydney mold they crush it up under pressure mm-hmm. and then they can release and when you put those two sides against each other, sometimes you get a four, you know, a five, six, seven goal game. Um, not to say that it's been a poor contest by any stretch of the imagination. It's actually been a really, really good game. Mm. Uh, it's just a matter of whether or not they can, whether or not they can actually bust the game open. But that's what happens in these style of games. It's sparring, sparring, sparring until late in the third or early in the fourth or whenever it may be that a side can put two, three goals together, and then that's all. That's it's all over. But uh, most most times during this season, your North Geelongs or your, your Seafords are 10 goals something at halftime. So it's a, a different setting for them. As you said, Pete, Seaford are probably the more heavily scoring side because of their percentage. They've, they've got the bigger percentage over the season. And if they win today, they, they take top spot, which really means nothing because they play on a neutral ground in the finals, just whether or not you've got the good rooms, whether you've got the home <laughs> or the away rooms, which... Uh, I can tell you the showers are much better in the home rooms at most grounds, so number one's worth fighting for. But uh, realistically, it doesn't make much of a difference. But I would say this game will at least get to the 12-goal mark in the in the second half. That's the way I'm thinking. It's so three goals at the moment. I think there'll be nine goals kicked in the second half. Well, it'll be interesting because these sides will be playing on bigger grounds leading into, of course, the grand final. This uh, is a relatively big ground, I would have uh, thought. It'd be the, 100, yeah. 160 metres end to end. They, they, they will be playing, of course, um, uh, I, believe, I think the first week they'll be playing at uh, Northcote Park, Bill Laurie Oval. Uh, yeah, that's very have, round. Th- th- then uh, a preliminary final will be at Shepley Oval in Dandenong. That's huge. And then, of course, the grand final at Coburg City Oval, which can sometimes turn to a bit of a bog heap depending on the weather conditions. Yeah, well, I would describe this ground very, very similar in shape to Northport. Mm. Uh, relatively narrow. Probably Northport's a bit wider. Mm. But I think, uh, I don't know if it's just my eyes, but it looks like the outer side of the ground is probably a smaller and thinner wing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the ground itself is probably only 80, 85 metres across tops. The, the funny thing is when I look so at... it's w- very narrow. When I look at the thinner wings, uh, uh, it reminds me a bit of Frankston's, uh, Frankston Dolphins home ground. Frankston's ground is probably a little bit longer, mm. but it's certainly very skinny and almost rectangular shape. Yeah, and that's you're exactly right. It does have relatively deep pockets for a very long ground. Um, but it's played into the hands of Seaford because they managed to work the ball not really switching it too often. So that sort of suits their style, whereas North Geelong have looked to switch a couple of times. You can see that's in the repertoire, but they haven't gone there yet. So I think the push from the coach will be, let's take it on, let's take a risk, let's 
let's go down fighting and lose by three or four goals rather than just plodding along and and not even kicking you two, three, four goals. We want to try and get something out of this. We want to try and open it up. Just before we go to the uh, halftime break here on VWFLradio.com, got an update score from the Premier Division game out there at the Peanut Farm. Uh, the Spurs have just kicked their first goal courtesy of Alex Quigley, a Sunbury youth girl who kicked four goals and was our player of the day last week. And uh, it's now a two-point ball game between the Sharks and the Spurs. Well, there's a bit of a turn-up for the books. The Spurs were always going to take a scalp at a point. Yeah. Um, obviously a bit of history between a few Spurs players and a, a few Sharks players as well, which always helps the contest. Yeah. Um, for those of you not in the know, bad luck. Um, so that could be a turn up for the books. But we always knew that was going to happen. Uh, Either an Eastern Devils or a VU was just going to knock someone over at a bad time. <laughs> and that bad time is just leading into the Cotton's VWFL final series. We'll take this opportunity to take a break. You are on VWFL Radio Division 2 Football. Top of the table clash at half time. Seaford 2-7-19 leading North Geelong 1-2-8. This is the VWFL Radio.com Match of the Day. VWFLradio.com live at RF Miles Reserve in VWFL football. Second last round of Division 2. Umpire holds the ball off. There goes the Hooter. Gillespie Jones versus Boyd in this contest. Gillespie Jones wins the tap down. Henshaw tries to get her hands on the footy. Just got away from her. Trying to put it over a dance in there for the Magpies. Couldn't do so. It's fighting hard for it and waiting for the ball to come out there was Shannon Bell. Went over her head. The two are over around it on that occasion. Bumped off her. Big Lorolo tried to work her way through there. Cranston gave the little hand pass up in the air. Jansen was besieged upon. Ragdoll, in fact, thrown to the ground. Umpire blows the whistle, said no prior opportunity. We'll call for a ball up on center wing. So umpire Leo Sayer, he comes in, he says, get out of my way. I want to throw this one up and does. Gillespie Jones, bowling from the northern end, knocked it out. Cranston again. She's had three or four clearances in a row. She's stayed on the deck too. She's hurt. She's winded. Want to land it on the tailbone. Up towards half forward for Seaford. They do have the numbers here, Ge- North Geelong, and they can try and work it out and do so through Lara Williams, who was thrown off it. Now Woolett couldn't gather. They can't get a bounce of the footy, North Geelong. Little handball came over the top, only as far as Gillespie Jones, who couldn't get a bounce either. Knox came in for North Geelong. She's wearing the blue headband. Always helps us commentators out. She's had a bit of a two, Knox. Ball will be tossed back up. And again, winning it out was Gillespie Jones. Tenori for North Geelong. Slapped it forward, bouncing off heels and knees and arms. Sliding her way in there was Henshaw. The coach, she slapped it forward. Ball inside the attacking zone now for Seaford. 35 out, Woolett went in, danced around a couple. Got the handball away in the nick of time. They're trying to work their way clear, but no space for North Geelong as they get it to 60 out from their defensive goal. Close to the line. And Henshaw's in there, and she's right next to the line, and the umpire says, I'll throw it up. That's what he'll do. It's Seaford attacking, and they lead by 11 points. Nearly two minutes gone in this third term. Boyd won it. Tackle laid on impressively there by Irvine. And gets rolled over there, Finch. And the umpire Holding says, on. calls, blows the whistle and says, uh, free kick going the way of Finch. 
And she gets the resulting free kick 55 metres out from goal. Up against the boundary line. Kicks it short, towards spot 30 metres out from goal. Too many magpies there. Cranston gets rolled over, if you don't mind, by Villarolo. Kicking around the corner is Williams to try and keep it alive. Henshaw had it momentarily. Popped out of her hands. Trying to shrug him off. Tenori had it momentarily. Kicked it. And a little bit of argy-bargy, if you don't mind. If you don't mind, Woolett. And I think getting involved was Lesur. They exchanged phone numbers and details. The ball got thrown back in. There's Miglarolo who moved it on quickly towards the top of the square. Bowled over a few players. At the back to Brown. Brown goes to the stop. How is it? The goal umpire comes in. It's four points. Brown gets the goal. And Seaford, as the rain starts to come down, goes out to three goals, 7.25. They lead North Geelong, one, two, eight, three minutes gone, third term. And they got sucked in there. Woolett and uh, and also Lasur were going at it on the boundary line. And the ball got thrown straight back in, cleared the pack. It was Villarolo and, and also Gillespie Jones standing next to each other going, gee whiz, this is the first space we've had all day. I, I think that's the, that's the difference between experienced sides and younger sides. Experienced sides know when the fight's going to happen, the umpire's going to move the ball on quickly, so get ready for it. And that's what they did. So the ball to be tossed back up. Umpire Leo Sayer, he's let the hat go at the wrong, the wrong stage because the glasses are going to start fogging up with the rain in a moment. And expect the whistle to go away again. Plenty around it. Umpire will call for it again. No, he won't. Henshaw out of the pack. Smashed it forward. Slapped inside the attacking zone. Ebb at the back. Chance if they can clear it over the top. They can't. North Geelong. Work it wide. Although the numbers all of a sudden with Seaford. Shannon Bell. She had it and lost it. Gillespie Jones at the back. Little handball forward. Paddling it along. There was two up. She picks it up. Runs to 25. Kicks Mavid. Right at the crucial stage. Now back towards Gillespie Jones. She's 20 out from goal. A chance for Finch. Can she get on the left? Got one in the back. And she's within range from there. Finch. She'd be 25 to 30 out. 45 degree angle. And if she waits for a little bit of breeze over her left shoulder, she should get the journey. Comes in. On goal. It looks short and is. Tenori's at the front. She picks it up. Sells a bit of candy. In fact, it was Cranston. She goes long and wide, but only as far as Bell for Seaford. Back in the middle to Henshaw. She kicks to the hot spot. Under it, a chance for Gillespie Jones. In fact, it was rolling down there. She couldn't take the mark. Around the corner there was Finch. And taking the mark is Boyd, who's about 15 out for Seaford, 45-degree angle. So in the end, the ball staying in the attacking zone. And Seaford getting their award. Kick on goal. Beautiful kick. Straight through the middle. With the glasses down. Jess Boyd gets her first goal of the afternoon. And it's Seaford. Three. So it'll be 4-7-31 now. Leading North Geelong 1-2-8. So there were those two goals in a row that was probably going to break the back. And now it's very, very tough for North Geelong who trail by 23 points with 14 minutes remaining in the third term on VWFLradio.com. I have to beg the question, have North Geelong won a centre clearance yet? Well, they have, but it goes about 10 metres. 
and then comes back over their heads. It's about value for the clearance, I suppose. Half time of the Premier Division. Sharks 2-5-17, leading the Spurs 1-3-9. As the ball's in the middle, and Cranston tried to get a hurry kick away. Got stripped of Ursi, did the big wind-up for the kick to a late-on tackle. Cranston went again, trying to bash her way through. In fact, it end up being a Tigers ball out towards the wing position. Henshaw in the foot race. She's going to be first to it. On her hammer is McNamara. Henshaw goes to ground. McNamara went with her. Going in there is Shapter. She tries to pull it out, and the umpire says it's all locked up. We'll call for a ball up. She's Cranston. She's got the uh, the Ali Blackburn body shape. She just gets in there and, and gets over the footy all the time. But as you said, Pete, just can't get those kicks away and get any real reward for the, the possession. Hack job trying to get it towards the Kelly direction. She got bundled off the ball and the Magpies will send it towards the oh, back. Oh, oh, what a mark there. Thompson flew through the air, took it cleanly, got on the right boot, acknowledged the lead and a mark taken. 35 metres out directly in front of goal and shouldn't be any problems for the opening attacking Gillespie Jones. Yeah, well, gee, she's been good, Gillespie Jones. She's absolutely everywhere, Pete, and this should not be beyond her. Gillespie Jones puts boots up, ball. How does it look? The distance is good. The goal umpire comes in, and he says, two plays, please. It's raining goals for Seaford here at Miles Reserve. They are now skip, skip, skipping away here on VWFLradio.com. That being their fifth goal, they're 5-7-37, not Geelong, 1-2-8, seven minutes gone, third term. Yeah, it always threatened, Pete, as I said at half time, and... Now it's a chance for Seaford to drive a bit of a nail in and send a bit of a warning to, to North Geelong for their next encounter, which will be in uh, in only a couple of weeks' time. At uh, Bill Laurie Oval. Ball tossed back up in the centre. Gillespie Jones, she's everywhere. North Geelong, finally a takeaway. A very clear takeaway. And it came from Houghton. And she went up towards full forward. Taking the mark was Cranston, who's been moved forward. Now a chance over the back for Ray, who runs onto it and kicks the goal. So the game well and truly opening up. North Geelong get their second. 2-2-14. A little bit of hope, a little bit of life. Seaford 5-7-37. Interesting move. Cranston taken out of the middle of the ground from the last start. Moved it towards Made the forward line, taking the mark. And, and that was... It was a clear move there. As I said, Cranston's got the Ali Blackburn type. Not necessarily quick, but can get herself over the ball. It hasn't been able to break away. Then you put a couple of uh, slighter, sharper types like Houghton, the, the solid white wine. You get her in there, all of a sudden she dashes away, kicks it to Cranston, who's in good form. And the goal in shoes. Ball up in the middle in the ground again. And Gillespie Jones has been moved in the middle. Got it across to Tua. And Tua moved it in towards the centre half forward position. Foot race on. And now they're hitting it with speed. Coming out towards his Kim Ebb. Ball popped up in the air. Got it away there for Shapter. Gave off the little hand pass. Kick out towards the wing position. The foot race was on. But the boundary line was going to beat them all. As it was seen over by Finch. And we'll have a throw in on centre wing on outer side. 23 points the difference. 37 plays. 14. Eight and a half minutes gone. Third term. Seaford in front. Ball popped out there though for Bailey, Bailey gave with the hand pass one step kick, long towards the centre wing position, parking herself underneath it Michelle Densley, Gee, she's been good, and she kicks it towards the centre half forward position, just nudging her opponent away from the ball there, Viglia Rolo then got knocked over, we'll have to try and go in again and extract it, ball popped out for Tenori to try and get onto it then she got bowled over in the process courtesy of the player Lasur coming through ball out in the half forward flank there's Kelly, the umpire's blown the whistle and said it's a Magpies free kick and they'll have the ball 40 metres out from defensive goal. So it might be Maddie Boyd over there with the free kick. It might also be Georgia Irvine. It is Irvine. She goes with a little handball over the top. And the clearance comes from Knox. Ball out wide looking for Habib, who's moved herself up to probably centre-half forward. A bit of kick chasing going on, but she does have to get herself into the game. 
Ball tossed back in very quickly as it crossed the line. Slap forward indiscriminately there by Houghton. Almost a direct turnover. Now bussing her way through was Fidel. She's knocked off it. Managed to keep her feet though. Habib gets herself involved. Needed to and did. Bailey out the side door. North Geelong trying to work their way forward. But again, it's just that arm across from Seaford. It's the hassling and the harrying. And there's no clear ball for North Geelong. And the ball's bustled over the line. 55 around from their goal. Ball thrown back into play, an awkward looking throw in. Habib won this tap down, trying to put it in favour of her teammate. A few players with their head over the ball, and one of them is Houghton, who just, uh, Houghton, pardon me, to win it for the lay of the tackle. And the umpire says, uh, all wrapped up there was Finch, and will call for the ball back. 30 metres out from the Magpies goal, attacking the railway station end here. Throws the ball up in the air, just trying to slap it around and keep it going. There was Mackey, waiting on the outside for it. Habib, umpire's blown the whistle. And uh, an unusual looking signal, but either way, it'll probably make pull up and that's what he'll do. No one on the move for North Geelong. You've really got to be on the move around the contest if you want to try and create some space. And they're just standing and watching a little too much. As we wait for the ball to be hacked out, and it's going as far, though, as Cali. And that Cali for the Tigers kick is clearing only as far as the boundary line out of bounds in front of the light tower here. 60 metres out from goal. Magpies attacking. They find themselves down by 23 points. We've ticked over 11 minutes into this sec in this third term. Decides to come back inboard. Irvine had pushed up the ground. Takes it. Now gets on the right boot. Kicks it towards the half-forward flank position. Oops. Densley went up. Whoop, dropped it. Had support out the back. And that was uh, Callie who kicked it in towards her teammate and Brown. And Brown took it. Got going quickly on the right boot towards the one-on-one -on -one contest. Gillespie Jones versus Hennessy. It went out the back for Gillespie Jones. Got to pick it, bend over and pick it down. And as he tried to lay the tackle on her, got the hand pass out, looking for the safety of the boundary line. That's what she found in front of the light tower and in front of the Tiger supporters in front of their own little minivan. Good little setup over there. I'm sure there's an SQ in there somewhere. Or two. <laughs> or three. The ball tossed back in. Full of green cans. Coming forward towards Gillespie Jones. On the burst was Villarolo. She gets the handball away and was pushed in the back, says the umpire. So Villarolo, she'd be 40 out, right up against the boundary line, goes for the pass. Tenori sat in the hole, couldn't take the mark. Charging out it was Jess Boyd, who kicked the last goal for the Tigers. She goes back in after it, and then the umpire says... Give it to me, we'll have another bounce. Division, 35 out. Division 4 update. Chernside Park have beaten Mountain Central by five points. They've snuck into the final position in the top four for Division 4. Here's a chance for North Geelong to break away, and they do just that. Ball outside, defensive 50. It was Woolett doing the bullocking work. Kicked up towards half forward, but again, Seaford, numbers, composure. Although, as I say, that a little fumble, but regathering was Densley. And then pushed after she kicked and wasn't happy about it, but hit the target. Great pass to Finch. She looks up. A little bit too big on the pass, but over the back. Falls into her lap. Gillespie Jones. Having a field day today, and uh, I think she'd have absolutely no problems with this. She'll be kicking directly in front, 30 out. Comes in. Deliberate approach. Smashed it. Hit it well. But it's just like a good little off-cutter. Straight through the middle. And Gillespie Jones has two. She's been very, very good. She's been everywhere. And you can't tell me, Pete, but Kath Gillespie-Jones wouldn't go right in the Premier Division.
She's been going sensationally well and she's been giving him a target up forward as well as in the ruck when she's been thrown in there. And that puts it out now to 6743, 29-point lead for Seaford over North Geelong at 2-2-14. As 13 and a half minutes have ticked by in this uh, second division third quarter. Second last round of second division before we hit our finals. And of course, uh, the second division uh, will be kicking off their finals at, uh, I believe, at Bill Laurie Oval, Northcote Park, as we throw the ball up in the air. I know there'll be some games at Shepley Oval, but those uh, those official grounds for you, you'll be able to check on the uh, VWFL website, vwfl.com.au, heading into the Cottons. VWFL final series as Knox takes the ball for North Geelong, kicks it towards the half-forward flank position. Foot race was on momentarily between Habib and Peck, but the ball's going to beat them both and go out of bounds. So Seaford hitting some very nice form heading into the finals, and this win today, and they should beat Redan next week, would given the minor premiership as the kick away uh, was Tucker in towards the middle of the ground. And in fact, uh, that hit up the other Tucker, pardon me. I've got my names a little mixed up there. It's Alana Tucker who now kicks it in towards the uh, half-forward position. Just putting a head over the ball there. McNamara momentarily then for Knox. Oh, trying to get a little hand pass out. Didn't work out. Okay. They're trying to get around. There was Lesur. They're appealing, they're appealing for holding the ball. The umpire said no proper opportunity. In fact, uh, I don't think there's been many holding the balls paid at all today. There might have been one. As the ball is up in the air again. As don't Boyd get on the umpires, Pete. That's Boyd my job. Ball came over the top. I'll, uh, I'll let you have the glory there. Jensen tried to hassle for it, but the Tigers clear it off. Half-back flank in towards the middle of the ground. Just popped away there from the... Oh, here we go. Oh, look at this. One on four. Take and beats them all. She's in the middle of the ground. Kicks it towards the one on one. Tries to set it up nicely here for Jessica Boyd to run onto. Got claimed. Got the hand pass out. Here comes the... Oops. King off the ground. He's done a goal. Sensational. Absolutely sensational by Jess Boyd. I think she might have kicking endangered her own player. So that doesn't make any difference. Maybe yeah. they were, I think North Geelong were claiming that her own player touched it, but it wasn't the case. Jess Boyd kicked it. It was Ed that was the one-on-four. She beat them all, went straight down the guts, went to the one-on-one, put it to the advantage of Boyd. Boyd got claimed they got the hand pass out got up in the nick of time with her teammate running at her and kicked it off the carpet and kicked the goal from 15 metres out. That is sensational fast-flowing football. It was, and that was, uh, as I said, Pete, it threatened to open up. I think I called for a 12-goal game. We've already got nine, and we've still got four minutes remaining in this third term. So a six-goal quarter. The game's well and truly come alive, but it's all been Seaford. They lead by 35 points. Flying up in the ruck was Roland. She won the tap. Ball comes out the back for Beth Finch to hack it forward. And does exactly that. Ball over the back. And good smother on from Villarolo. She comes in to pick up her own footy. <laughs> the pack forms and then collapses. And the umpire says, oh, let it go. And does. North Geelong work it forward. Oh, sandwich. Meat in the sandwich. Villarolo cleaned a couple up. We'll have to wait and see who that was. She gets back to her feet. She's done well. It was Knox. The car crash victim over there, and she just bounced straight back up. Ball and half forward for North Geelong. Clearing kick for Seaford. Now a chance for Tenori. Towards the top of the goal square. Bouncing footy. Here comes Hines. She had it and lost it. Going in after it was Houghton. Can she gather? She's on the base of the pack. She's got a couple laying on her up by Leo Sarek. not interested. Habib was in there. Smashed towards the line. Was deliberate. 
But Leo's not going to play that one, throwing 35 around from North Geelong's attacking goal. VWFLradio.com, and the game is replayed uh, during the week on SoundCloud.com, where you can play it at any time you like, as the umpire oh, is holding the ball against the Tigers player, who was claimed, and I think that might be Cranston who it got is. it. And be lining up for goal about uh, 30 metres out in a 45 degree angle. Well, Pete, I just uh, scream at the brick wall and get nothing from the umpires, and you say no, holding the ball, and bang, there it is. That was the most red hot decision I've seen. Just at half a second. In comes Cranston, lining up, like the decision, hit the boot. It's just on the line. The goal umpire says touched, and that reaches the minor score. So that and you're calling for the video replay on that. Club goal umpire. He's definitely Seaford's goal umpire. We can tell you that much. Two, three, fifteen. Mate, I would have kicked a hundred goals. I would have kicked a hundred goals in under twelves if it wasn't for club umpires. Oh, Many times I got robbed. Two, three, fifteen. North Geelong. Seaford seven, seven, forty-nine. You and your conspiracy theories. <laughs> the kick out from full back towards the pack and Shapter lays on a tackle and ties things up. Fifty-five metres out from the North Geelong goal. Railway side of the ground in front of the light tower. It's uh, the Magpies comfortably leading by thirty-four points in this contest. As we speak, there is a player down for Seaford, the number 13, Tanae Brown. With an E. And we're just hoping that she's okay. The trainers have come running out there. Just meantime, Pete, can I just have a rant? Go for it. Um, anyone who spells a name with a silent E, like David Hill, Brown with an E, what are you thinking? It's destroyed <laughs> my life. I say to people on the phone, they say, what's your last name? I say Hill, and I have to spell it. Oh, dear. Gee whiz. What's going on? Someone, you say your last name's Brown? B-R-O-W-N. Get rid yeah. of the E. And God's sake. A left leg injury there for Tanae Brown, who's... Uh, She's been great today, Brown. She comes off. She's one of their players, again, who seems to get herself between the 50s well. She gets, she gets around the ground well. Let's, ho- let's hope it's nothing too serious. Let's just hope it was a bit of a knock to the knee or something like that that can be shaken off in a week or two and she can be back for the finals. Well, she doesn't look in too good a state. And the umpire's not even going to wait for her to get off the ground. He's just going to get on with it. And he does. He tosses it up. The numbers are with North Geelong at the back. But again, they just can't gather anything cleanly, the Magpies. They cannot take a trick. But they'll get the free kick. It'll be interesting to see what happens with the time because we've hit the 19 and a half minute mark. Um, even though it's straight 20 minute quarters, they do have the option of the timekeepers if there's a serious injury. And obviously if a minute or two gets chewed up to add that extra minute or two on. Oh, I don't think they will because it wasn't a major stoppage. Longstaff. She goes to Woolett. Woolett switches it. Attacking switch. Time running down. Jansen. She's got a second. Or has time been extended? It hasn't. So there's a siren. Three quarter time. Down here at Miles Reserve in Seaford as Tenori wanted to then have a shot. Before the siren. And uh, the umpire said you ran off your mark. <laughs> so no, 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 no. What happened was she thought the mark was taken before the siren. The umpire was saying, no, you took it after the siren. Oh, she took it at Miles before the siren. But anyway, that's by the by. Score at three-quarter time. North Geelong Magpies, 2-3-15. They trail Seaford by 34 points. The Tigers, 7-7-49. Seven, seven, I tell you what, this, th- there's an interesting factor that comes into play here, and, and this, and it really comes down to the coaches and the on-field leaders of both sides. With it being 30 point, 34 points, the difference. If Seaford do start to run away with this, and it looks like they'll claim the victory comfortably, both captains have got to be remind their sides. If if North Geelong are getting frustrated, don't get sucked into if there's if there's a late elbow or something that might be accidental. Don't try and start anything because the the worst thing you can do for any player is if you could because we saw a little bit of Archie Bargy in the second turn. There was a little bit. It's nothing about a push and shove, 
but the worst thing you can do is someone gives you a bit of lip and you give them a quick little whack and the umpire says you're in the book and this close to finals that's it that's the end of your season that's what you don't want so it's uh, it's one of those things and it was happening today um, I was chatting to one of the Wyndham Vale players for the Wyndham Vale uh, Hallam game today I said the one thing I guess your coach has always got to tell your better players is at this stage of the season don't get sucked into anything that might be a bit frustrating if someone's having a go at you because you've got finals coming up and you don't want to get rubbed out <laughs> especially if you're the side that's probably going to go straight through because you, you cost yourself um, if you get a, a two-weeker that's it that's you're it cooked. Yeah, yeah. so um, oh, well, you want your side to tank in the first final, but that's <laughs> never a good way to go about it. But uh, And if you're Seaford, you're probably in that situation at the moment because they do look the better side. And it is about the time of the season. I mean, you look at Richmond and Essendon, classic example. Mm. You've got uh, two sides that played early, earlier in the year and Richmond were a basket case. Now, all of a sudden, you look at the differences in momentum and it, it looks like Seaford to steal from the other Tigers has that momentum at the right time of the season. Whether it's the home ground advantage whether it's the stage of the season, whether it's North Geelong have left a few out. Um, I mean, you don't know these things when it's the VWFL and you've only seen these teams play for the first time today. But, um, look, it's far from over. This is the three-game series, and this is game number one. And when I say a three-game series, you can lose the first two and still win the last one and come out on top. So, and North Geelong are winners. There's no need about that. So, they don't like losing. And maybe a touch-up now... Might just be a good little slap across the chops. So we'll take this break at three-quarter time. Seaford 7-7-49, leading North Geelong 2-3-15. You're on VWFL Radio. This is the VWFL Radio.com. Match of the day. And welcome back here to RF Miles Reserve in uh, Seaford. Stephen Jensen, the coach there of North Geelong, having just a few last-minute words with his uh, charges there. Uh, just some interesting language, and I don't mean swearing, but some interesting language coming out of the uh, cuddle there. Well, defeatist language. Let's win the quarter. Never like to hear that. Only 34 points down in what was a game that did open up. And uh, Seaford, good side, but... Not ridiculously fit. Not as though they're going to, you know, just run over the top of you. Mm. Um, and as I said, control the inside game, Seaford. North Geelong showed some touches there of breaking it open. Jamie Woolett did some good work. Also, Cranston went forward. Um, I think Houghton came into the game. So, I'm not saying it's over yet, Pete. Well, I think the coaching staff have said it's over. But 20 minutes is a very, very long time in football. I know they've only kicked two goals for the game. I know they've only had five scoring shots. But Habib has dead set not touched it. If they can get it anywhere near it, not her fault. If they can get it anywhere near it and she can get one, two, three. All I'm saying is I wouldn't be tuning away from VWFL Radio just yet. Maybe until halfway through the last quarter and there hasn't been much of a score or much of a change. But at this stage... I would say it's not all over for, for North Geelong. If they can uh, get the ball out of the middle, which they haven't been able to do all day, Pete. <laughs> you sell it well, my friend. You sell it well. As no, I mean that. Actually, I legitimately mean that. They are not necessarily beaten here in North Geelong. They, and the good thing is they can kick an even six goals and win. 
As the umpire holds the ball aloft, we are underway here for the final term. Here's the first one. Heights. Got it away quickly, and that is Tenori. Just moved it in towards a grab, a kick in towards the half-forward flank position. Over ahead it was Irvine, couldn't extract it. Ball did pop out the back, though, for Habib. Habib gave it a little hand pass. One step, kicking towards the forward line. Got to be good. Crunch went down a few players. One of them, I think, there was uh, Houghton who hit the ground. Ball cries uh, downhill. The umpire won't agree. Davidson goes in there as well. Scrappy first at the moment. The hurry kick away by Stevenson. Long kick towards the wing position. Foot race on here. Putting the head over the ball there was Matty Boy. Gave off the hand pass. Here's the kick. Just bounced away though by Shafter. Waiting out the back door here. I think it was McIntyre trying to pick it up. Went with a little hand pass over the top. Called for the 1-2. They're trying to move it forward through Mackey once again but couldn't get her hands on the footy. North Geelong now hitting it with speed. Hitting it towards... Uh, it looks like Houghton takes it towards the boundary line. 45 metres out from goal. Tries to line it up towards the hot spot. Cranston took the mark. Cranston played on and Cranston kicked the goal. I'll tell you what, Pete. No, she's missed. Pardon me. Got it away. Missed she, that. Oh, she had oh, someone in the goal score on her own. I thought for dead set certain she was 20 metres out. And I thought, oh, she's got that easy as pie. And oh, my goodness, you've got to kick those. Yeah, well, the restart, an interesting one for Seaford, but it might come off in the end. Couldn't take the mark over the top there was Rogers, and then she forces it over the line now to play. In fact, coming through was Blair Kelly to help out, and we'll have a throw in 50 around. No free kick. Paid a free kick. Knox, she's 50 from home, looking inboard. Kicks to the hot spot, fisted away, although the numbers at the back here are with North Geelong, but Roland is there, couldn't get the big frame over the top of it. Smashed back inside the attacking zone. Again, a chance here for Habib at the front. Trying to do the roving work. Busting her way through was Shapter. Hacked out of the pack by Villarola, who's been clearly best on ground so far for mine. Woolett got onto the left. Kicked it into the back of her own player in Tenori. Woolett goes back in after it. Tenori smashes it forward. But Villarola again is everywhere. She's taken over from Gillespie Jones as the everywhere woman and she has it at half back. Her kick though, a nasty hook on it, heading close towards the boundary line flying through there is Jansen. She brought the ball to ground though. Gillespie Jones tries to get a little hurried hand pass out. Two was on the end of that. Kicked in towards the middle of the ground. Foot race on once again. Boy put her head over the football. Got to go quickly. She's got Rollins on her tail. Try to uh, get it out. Fighting hard is a bib. She's in there as well. Rugby mall style. Try to rip it out of the arms. She got claimed as well. And she's goes Shannon Bell. She's trying to get the hand pass out. Hurried little kick. Worked okay towards the cricket pitch. Tigers player had it and dropped it. And that wasn't given the don't argue. It was Kim Ebb. Ebb went to the one-on-one in the forward line. Went over the head there of Mackey. Foot race on. Going out the back to Alicia McLean. Calling for it as Mackey. She receives. Put it on the right boot. I see on the cake. Yabbity yabbity. That's all, folks. Yeah, end-to-end stuff. They threatened to open it up, Seaford, and they did just that. And it was bang, bang, game over. So, Seaford, they've done the business. But I'll tell you what, North Geelong, did they have their little opportunity, little glimmer of hope to get things oh, rolling. You, you, you just wonder, don't you, if Cranston had kicked that goal 60 seconds earlier, you would have thought, OK, maybe there's a little bit of glimmer of hope. Let's watch the next centre clearance. But for it to be able to go down the end of the ground and Seaford be able to do that, that is all she wrote. Yeah, North Geelong deflated. Ball back in the centre of the ground. Good tap from Hines. Moved into the ruck and did so in the second quarter and has done so again early in the last as Cranston out of the middle. Good kick forward and a good grab taken by Houghton on the lead. Ten bucks at any of your local bottle shops. The Houghton's wines. She goes inside attacking 50. Bit of free advertising. I'm sure they'll give us a ring, Pete. 
Inside the attacking zone, Habib. She goes in after it. Recovered uh, from that earlier injury, so it's good to see her back uh, up on her feet. Update score from the lower division, Division 3-4, and now Division 4 finals. Montmorency, their fourth win in a row, knocking off Golden Point, 100-46. to That's a big scalp there. Montmorency get the double chance in Division 4. So Hines out of the pack. Fidel gets it forward, and it's a goal to Davison for North Geelong. So the call was win the quarter, and... They're in front by a point in North Geelong in this quarter. They move to 3-4-22. Seaford 8-7-55. It's back to 33 points. Pete Holden said queuing the rack all over. Still 15 remaining with a big, big mountain to climb for North Geelong, needing six goals to take this one out. I think if they said about winning the quarter, if North Geelong are to put any doubt in Seaford's mind, they not need to just win the quarter, but win it comfortably. Something like five goals to one to be able to say, we can turn it on when we need to turn it on, if they are to send that type of message. But at the moment, Seaford, I guess, help, happy to try and just go even oh. Stevens with them. As uh, too high there, and that's going to be a free kick going to Densley's way of the Seaford Tigers. She's on the half-back flank. She's been good too, Densley. She's written her off, but... She's a chance for the best on it. She kicks it to Villarolo out wide. Plenty of numbers around it. It'll be a throwing out of side. Matty Boyd just couldn't quite gather it. Pete, that's been the story of the day. Just the hands for North Geelong. The mm. confidence and the, the retention of the ball just hasn't been there. And the ball is back into play. And uh, Woollett had it. They got the little hand pass away to Cranston. Kicked it around the corner that's towards the, story, the middle of the ground. And taking the mark there too easily there is Kelly. All on her own. Blair Kelly now gets on the left boot, kicks it up the line. That's what she tried to do, but uh, outmarked to her on that occasion by a smaller opponent who gave up the quick little hand pass. Cranston sold some candy, did well, got on the right, went towards centre-half forward, but Dumb. it's like a good kick, but no one there. And Dumb uh, kick. that means it's going to be a Seaford ball over the head of Gillespie Jones and taking the mark there once again. Blair Kelly now has it. Now gets on the left boot, delivering up the line towards the half-forward flank position. Foot race on here, kicking it off the carpet there as Rollins to try... Roland, pardon me, no S. Jazz Roland now goes to ground, getting the little hand pass out and taking away Boyd there for the Magpies. Only as far as Henshaw. Henshaw gave off a hurried hand pass, did the job okay. Now receiving, though, is the 23 in Lesseur. Got knocked out of her hands. In goes Hines. Hines trying to keep it alive. Bit of a traffic jammer play is here at the moment. Half forward flank for the Tigers and they're pressing. Ball popped out though for Cranston. The Magpies got it to Knox. Knox weaved through some traffic. Went left, went right, then went back to Cranston. 1-2, well 1-2. One, two, one, two. Lovely work with Knox. Got on the left boot. Went towards the half forward flank position. Got at the back. Davidson tried to play the tackle. Missed the player. Densley's got it. Goes towards the uh, centre wing position on the railway side of the ground. But first to it is Habib. Long way down for Habib. Yep, two's going with her, including Gillespie Jones. Bumped her off the ball beautifully. Ball's on the deck. In goes Woollett. Tries to get it out. Locked it all up. Now does. Extracted. Gee, weaved it. Went right. Went left. Then got on the boot. Kicked it towards the half-forward blank position. Fidel went up. Knocked it down to a teammate there. Boyd. Tried to get a kick away. But it's going to be a Tigers clearance. And taking the mark here is Kelly. Gee, well, Kelly, she's been in everything in the last five minutes. She's got it at half-back. Left footer. Goes out wide. Good style too. Beautiful kick. Dropping the mark was Finch. Probably took her off the ball at the inopportune stage as Woollett again with another disposal. Got it over the top to Habib who threw it out. And umpire Leo Sayers said, yeah, I'm happy with that. Wave play on. Ball tossed back over from Tua. And then it's kicked out of bounds on the full. 
And it'll be a free kick to Habib. Is she the closest? Or was it Woolett who was close? That was Habib. So Habib's got it 55 out from home. Here's the kick in towards the forward line. Densley came out and knocked it away. The hands there of Hout, and it was close towards the boundary line, and it'll be eventually seen out again. And don't forget, follow us on Twitter, at VWFL Radio. We'll have the links to the replay of this game and yesterday's game between Darabin and Melbourne Uni up online tonight. Henshaw went up in the ruck contest. That was interesting to see. Hit the ball to ground. Falling on her backside there uh, was the player in Hines who couldn't get rid of it. Little ton of ball stuff out there. Thought it might have been for the chance of Williams, but she couldn't uh, extract the pill and we'll see the ball go out over the boundary line and out of bounds right in front of that. Nice little, I guess you could almost call it a van or a station wagon out there. And you've got about three or four sitting on there as if it was a bench. <laughs> Lovely work, Pete. Ball uh, kicked out of the pack to Nori, a chance, but the ball over the line now to play. And it's the way to do it down at the local footy. Back the cars in, open the boot, bring a couch on the back of the ute, whichever way you want to go about it. Sit on a glass truck. I've seen that before. <laughs> Not a bad way to go. Ball into the centre of the ground where North Geelong have numbers aplenty. Alicia McLean. She kicks it up towards Houghton and Houghton marks at centre half forward. She's been good in this second half. Worked her way into the contest. Waving her arms and in the end just decides to pump it long. Fidel at the back. Couldn't take the mark. Ball falls at her feet. Knox is there to help her out. All the numbers though with Seaford. Great hands came out in the end from Rogers, who then shepherded about 15, held them off, and then Kelly was found, and that's her fourth or fifth kick of the quarter. The ball was marked. Umpire decided to wave play on. Didn't pay the mark to Williams. Now Woolard on that trusty left. Barrels it towards centre half forward. Habib locked arms. Umpire wave play on. No holding on. Dashing out after it was Stevenson. Tried to hack it off the deck, but couldn't do so. Little ball came through there from Shapter. Now a chance at goal here for Irvin. She handballs it over the top to Cranston. Cranston over to Houghton and Houghton missed from 15 out forward pocket. Just hit the wrong part of the ball. Needed to hit the thin bit and hit the fat bit. And it's just the one behind. So North Geelong squander an opportunity. And they cut the margin ever so slightly to 32 points with 10 gone in the final term. Here on VWFLradio.com. This continues. Seaford will take top of the table, the superior percentage over North Geelong. It'll be one all between these two sides in season 2014. Here's the kick out from full back. But it was too hot there for Finch. Had support though. Here's the kick out. Trying to find Bell. Gave it the little hand pass. Henshaw now. Henshaw to pick up. Look out. Had a player coming behind. Moaned down. Umpire said in the back. Won't pay the advantage. And Henshaw gets the resulting free kick on the halfback flank. Yeah, they know she's the coach too, because when she stood up, they just gave her a little shove. <laughs> just to say, stuff you, coach. <laughs> a little bit of lip on the way through, so Henshaw. See you in two weeks. Gets her on the right boot, going up towards the Finch direction through her hands. Now Finch got it. Gave it a little hurried hand part. Oh, bumped off the ball. Thanks for coming very much. Nah, she loves that Villarolo. And Villarolo will go in there. The umpire will call for a ball up on the centre wing, railway side of the ground. Seaford 8, 7.55. North Geelong 3, 5, 23. 11 and a half minutes gone final quarter. If footy's one of those games, sometimes it's a matter of how many train killers you've got out there. And the numbers stack up and you can win the game. And today, Seaford have had too many of those train killers. They've been quality as the ball comes through the middle of the ground. And finally, North Geelong pull off a switch. Something we haven't seen really at all today. Knox inside of the attacking zone. Here's one of those train killers hacking around the corner. Densley. In the end, it went across the face of her own goal, which wasn't what she intended. Coming through a bib, got the free kick. 
Push in the back, and it goes against... I think it might be Mackie down there, who's played at both ends of the ground today. Well, one thing I feared about today for North Geelong, that they've been maybe a little bit too much one-dimensional. Every time they've tried to come in and centre it at the centre-half forward position or at 30 or 40 metres out from goal, always trying to hit that same hot spot. They don't have a genuine forward and a genuine hot lead coming on quick to the forward pocket. Well, Jamie Woolett would be their forward pocket. She is the Stephen Milne, but she's forced to play in the midfield because she's probably their best player so I think that's what Houghton's tried to provide for them in this quarter as Habib comes in and it's a bit of rust on the kicking gets it across the face just the one behind so cuts it back to 31 points for the Magpies they lead the quarter as it stands I believe and they still trail though by that 31 points with 12 gone in the final term. Here's the kick out from full back and it's long towards the half back flank over the head there of it's Finch. It's all North Geelong. Yep, cleaned up there by Fidel. Moves in towards the forward line. Maybe Shapter can get onto it. She did. Gave it a little hand pass. Habib coming in towards it. Good got tap. knocked out of her hands. Janori was there as well to offer the support. Rolled off the ball. Now going in there in the was Tua. The umpire said in the back free kick and that is going the way of the number 37. No, it's no, uh, no, no, no. Chapter. chapter, the original chapter. one before that, which you, which you caught, but it was after the ball had sort of gone. It was an interesting free kick. It was no need to give it away. He just sort of fell into her back at the wrong stage. Chapter goes for the kick towards goal, and it will go to the near side and come off hands for a minor score. Three seven twenty five. North Geelong trail by an even five goals. Seaford eight seven fifty five. Thirteen and a half minutes gone here in the final quarter of this second last round of Division Two, and the top two sides battling it out. What price the draw, Pete? <laughs> Long odds. I'll give you a hundred to one. <laughs> well, I'll have two ducks on it. Do your way. She settles it and takes the mark and clears it. Good kick. Beautiful kick in the end. It landed on the chest of Brown, who's recovered from that earlier leg injury. Up towards half forward, Gillespie Jones hasn't seen much of it. Ebb went back in after it. Now Gillespie Jones gathers, kicks it inside the attacking zone. It's two on one down there. Hennessy's under the pump. In fact, down there it was uh, Tucker, Ainsley Tucker. She just fell on top of it, tried to hold it up. Seaford, they've launched another attack from way deep in their own defence. And gee, it almost exposed North Geelong again for the second time in this quarter. They've literally had the ball in their attacking zone for 30 seconds and they have a goal. And now they have the ball in the pocket. And they try and clear it, but it was just through the legs there of Weiss, who couldn't hang on to it. Tried to lay a tackle there and did well was Finch. Caused the smother. Might nearly get it back, though, as the ball bobbled Leg. about. Umpire says that's a trip, and that is a free kick. And that is going into the hands of Matty Boyd. And Boyd now just gets on the uh, left. Hugs it close towards the boundary line. Taken by Laura Bailey in front of the scoreboard. Bailey back pocket for the Magpies. Wants Gets to on the it. right. Goes towards the uh, centre-half back position. It's dangerous. Getting involved there and keeping alive is Kim Ebb. Got two to beat. Holds it up well. Goes in there. Here. Bib knocked it out of the hands of Gillespie Jones. Gillespie Jones may have to go again. Volleyball-style slap. Tucker just kicked it in towards the middle of the ground. Head over the ball. Gillespie Jones on that occasion. Ebb went through. Threw off someone like it was a dwarf-throwing contest. Picked up the chapter and said, Hey, I'm throwing out the garbage. That's what she did to her, threw it 10 metres away, and the umpire calls for the ball up. Ball smashed inside 50 now for Seaford. But going back to take a nice mark was Maddie Boyd, who's been very good today. She gets on the left, goes out wide in search of Longstaff. She couldn't come up with it. Again, Villarolo, she goes in after it again, slaps it forward. Been easily best on ground. Not sure what the prize is today, Pete, but she's well and truly the, secured it. The $30 Meyer gift card. Where's the book gone? 
The book's gone. That's for the Premier Division, my friend. Oh, fair enough. Oh, geez, Division 2, no love down here. <laughs> They've still gone as hard. Maybe those five minutes at the end of the quarter. Get them up to the 25s and Pete will get the book out. As uh, free kick in the centre of the ground, it'll go the way of Seaford. It'll go to Villarolo, who has literally been on the base of everything and has had about 40 possessions. There's no one on the mark. And Villarolo says, well, I want someone on the mark. And then the umpire says, well, you went inside the five, so it's a 25-metre penalty. That was a sucking uh, That was well uh, done. And uh, just gave, just gave Irvine a bit of a mouthful on the way through saying, see you in two weeks' time. No, I think it was, uh, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> they just got themselves a bit confused there, North Geelong. There was no one on the mark. And then Villarolo put them off by saying, well, I want someone on the mark. So someone ran from behind Villarolo to be on the mark. But you can't run inside the five. Stupid rule, that five thing. Ridiculous. But anyway, Villarolo comes in, kicks from 40 across the face fractionally ball right on the line umpire says it's been forced over for a point off hands just rushed might be the handy point out to 31 so eight eight only three minutes to go 8856 3725 17 minutes gone in this uh oh hang term. on little kick to the self by tacker not bad then gets on the right it's long and it's high it's a pipe loader could bring rain got her own ball quick back and chase it up that's rugby style <laughs> yeah going on to <laughs> it here's thompson thompson kicks it in towards the forward line vigler rolly to try and run onto it had support back there hines who now got on the right Oh, she's just picked out the player and brown is back on the ground which is good to see she's the one that came off earlier brown with the e squares it up taking it as tour tour training drill stuff kicks across the forward pocket her teammate got bumped off the ball and densely managed to lay a tackle on wheel Will the ball break free? It won't. And the umpire blows the whistle. With two minutes to go in this final term, Seaford will take top of the table when the final siren blows. They're 8.856, not too long, 3.725. Henshaw at the back. The coach, can she get a late one? Can't do so. North Geelong through the agency of Bailey gets the clearance, looking for Longstaff, who was a bit short with her hands in the end. And we'll get a free wish for a throw. No, it'll go the way of Shapter, who's tried hard all day, Rolly Shapter. She looks up and kicks it wide in search of a beer. He takes a nice mark, shows a bit of class. Need to take him a bit closer to goal, though. That's what they'll be looking for in the finals as she goes around the outer side. Poor kick in the end, but it comes off to Fidel, who just managed to get onto it at the right time. She gave it over to to Woolard in the end who was on her wrong side for a left footer so handballed it back to Fidel who kicked it to half forward and the turnover's on and affected for Seaford smashed into the centre of the ground chance for Finch bounce evades her little ball over the top landed with Densley she goes inside the attacking zone Ebb has the bowling attack all on her own Gillespie Jones but slapped away in the nick of time by Boyd and now she's under the pump one arm held Boyd last line Gillespie Jones regathered her feet Pushed it towards the goal line rugby style. Umpire then said, didn't cross the line. It didn't cross the goal line, but then was handballed into the pocket and went out of bounds for a throw-in. So we're in the dying stages of this match. As we have the ball thrown back in, 40 seconds remaining. Taken out by Vigilaroli, straight out of the back. And a kick is across the face. We'll register as a minus score. 8-9-57, Seaford. They're leading North Geelong, 3-7-25. So it'll be the restart to close this game for North Geelong. Go wide left to the outer side in search of Habib for another big mark and takes it. Need a bit of form late, Habib. 
That's a good sign. Someone who's back in form. Back into the fray for the Magpies. She goes long and wide. And Woolett couldn't take the mark. Siren sounds. Seaford very, very happy with this win. They know how important it is psychologically going forward. They take top spot in Division 2. They have defeated North Geelong 3-7-25 by 32 points. Seaford 8-9-57. So a big win in the end for Seaford. They managed to break it open in the third term. They piled on the pressure, controlled most of the game, but in the last they were smashed. So maybe the call was to, uh, to lock things down and, and just uh, crowd it up. But at the same time, some good signs for North Geelong who, who fought back a fraction in the last despite perhaps not hitting the scoreboard as hard as they would have liked. 